3: And thanks for joining us for the grassroots marketing on CannabisRio.com. And I'm here to speak with what is being mentioned as a well-trusted and one of the cannabis industry's first to sale technology platforms. Uh, here to tell us about ways technology can be used to streamline processes, save money, time, and ROI for cannabis businesses in a very unprecedented time. And I'm here right now with one of the co-founders of Proteus 420. That's pro TEUS 420. Don Morris here on the program. Don, thanks for being on with us.
4: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
3: So, real quick, when it comes to Proteus, I want to just go and take a little bit of background. Website is Proteus420.com. Uh, and we've talked about a number of different various brands of cannabis software out there and the enterprise space. So with your with Proteus 420, it's specializing seed to sale real-time ERP, trusted enterprise solutions for recreational, medical, and industrial hemp industries, wholesale, retail, delivery, cultivation, and processing slash marketing. So real quickly, when you do, and it's also a metric-validated software provider. So when it comes to what you're doing and the importance of transparency and compliance within your software, talk to me about one of the, some of the things that really highlight that Proteus 420 does that really stands out in the rest of the market
4: well i mean i think the biggest thing that we have to talk about first and foremost is the foundation of cannabis as a whole when we talk about it just as an industry what are we trying to avoid we're trying to avoid loss prevention correct Mm -hmm. so inventory and in a cash heavy industry cash so those two things tend to get a lot of feet and walk away from time to time so what we've done is when we we created it with loss prevention as the foundation, whether it's cannabis or t-shirts at the end of the day, really what we're trying to do is making sure that we know where our money and our product is living and going and moving at any given time. So that's kind of where we come in from that foundational standpoint. And then we build upon it based off of the different type of vertical, um, what type of business operations they're running. Are they a boutique type shop, one a mom and pop shop? Are they an MLO or an MSO? Um, And in those industries and and in those categories, we kind of build the product, the product builds itself with them and grows with them.
3: So I want to take from MJBizDaily, just some stats when they talk about just how much competition there is out there and how much there is in terms of brands of POS software. I can't even tell you how many people we've talked (laughs) to, but I, I I could go through the names, but it would just be too much. So they made a point last year talking about how the companies have entered the point of sale market. It's there was a possibility of downward price pressures in the sector, consolidation among businesses providing the software to, for the retailers. But most importantly, everybody has to go ahead and be standard to metric. That is what it looks like. Every you know cannabis control board governing body out there, medical or adult use, they are wanting to make sure that whatever software is being used, whichever dispensary cultivator, whatever there might be has to be metric centric. And you're looking at vendors. There's so many, much, much more right now with all that competition going on. You know, when you talk to people about what's important that one of these businesses have that they need to have crucially in their enterprise point of sale software, what are some of the components that, you know, Proteus has that you would point out? So,
4: um, you know, when we look at state compliance, when we talk about it from a medical versus an adult use uh, side of things, the state reporting metric is the larger, it holds the more licensees. with most of the states, I believe they're at 16 now. Um, and then, then you've got BioTrack, and then you've got Leaf Data Systems, which I think Leaf is just in one now. Um, and then, some of the smaller medical states have their own individual medical authority or medical program that the state's running. Um, like Oklahoma recently just went from OMMA and um, and then modified into uh, Metric this 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 year. So when we talk about where we are as far as competition versus state reporting kind of got to go back to where, again, where we started, when we talk about the grassroots of it, we started our software platform originally in 2000 and hit the cannabis market in 2008. So when we talk about longevity right now, we're currently covering about 15 years of active R and D in the cannabis space. So when we talk about that, um, the compliance uh specifications whether it's medical or adult use or both versus states that allow um not only delivery but you know have retail and sometimes drive-throughs uh versus people who are just cultivators and things like that so when we talk about that 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 standard um, we have to talk about the business intelligence and the business operations, you know, everybody, when, before they even start applying for the licenses, the first thing they should have is, is their standard operating procedures. What is their, what is their business? What is it going to do? And how is it going to operate? So when we talk about that, the technology of what Proteus does kind of sits in and wraps itself around it, where we're in, in a market nowadays, and, and a lot of consumers they're on their phones and they're on smart devices. Um, the, the biggest issue is, is that a lot of platforms that are out there are application-based. It's very hard to modify in an ever-changing world that we're in as far as regulations are concerned to modify an app out the gate. You have to go through a lot of processes. You have to make the modifications, submit it to the stores, and then make sure that the clients are updating it accordingly. So it can take some time. Where we fall into the ERP space um, is we take it from beginning all the way out to the end in a real-time cloud-based solution. So apps become a supportive role for us uh, in what we do for people who might have less than stellar internet access um, or have issues at times with Wi-Fi and things like that. So what we've done is we've brought 15 years of R&D in the cannabis space, but also looking at it from a thought pers- perspective of where are we moving five, ten years from now? For us, we're already moving into the plane of where our software will move over the next five years and implementing those changes now. And in the next year to two, we'll be working out another five years. So we're always looking at how things are going to be modifying and changing And that's where kind of the ERP technologies or cloud-based technologies play a more pivotal role in how businesses are doing business
3: online. One thing I want to ask too is, and I ask with every company, uh, obviously companies want to have a good peace of mind knowing that there's enough support (laughs) and enough understanding of the software for those that are going to adopt this into their setup. Uh, Talk to me about the level of support, and, support did you have available and for those that are looking to implement the software really the easy, easy to use aspect of it
4: so I mean it's really important because you know you can have a software but if you don't support it then what good is it to the consumer base mm-hmm. right or the clientele so we've always come from a very specific uh, background of customer services always first and foremost. So when a customer is onboarding, the very first thing they do is, is they have their sales representative who transitions that transitions them into the onboarding and training. Depending on how the onboarding and the training takes place, either in store or online, um, you know, we are holding their hand through all aspects of that. We understand what their operations are. We train them how to use the system uh, specific to their operations. And then from there, they're given many multiple ways for them to reach out to us. Uh, We have live chat. We have email available. And then we have 24-7 phone support as well. So... One of the great things about that, though, in the reason we can do the phone support is because our system is so versatile and because it is very easy to use. A lot of our support is usually, hey, I forgot how to do this. Can you walk me through this step? We don't get a lot of um, we don't get a lot of calls about things not working or we don't get a lot of calls about, hey, you know, um, I need to know, you know, this, I don't know how to do this because when they start out the gate, they already know where they're building to and where they're starting from. So it gives them a great, um, sense, uh, sense of peace when it comes to the offset of how their business is going to move when they turn on and when they launch versus the support that's going to be given to them as their bud tenders, as their growers, as their, their back-end staff, their their purchasing teams, whoever it is, even their accountants and or marketing teams, as they're coming to us, um, they have several different ways that they can reach out. And there is always a body um, available to answer those calls, emails, and chats.
3: The other thing, too, I always have to ask about is we're hearing so much about social equity. and We're learning about companies that want to have this opportunity, small businesses that want to be able to go ahead and afford and be a part of the process. But- <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, hidden costs that come with it because of the fact that if, you know, obviously you work with various uh, validation for various uh, systems, metric, like you said, and, uh But the thing is that if it is metric, it would be the standalone for whichever.
1: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? dot com and check out noom's first ever cookbook the noom kitchen for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living available to buy now wherever books are sold
3: governing body that says okay people need to go and make sure you're compliant with metric but yes. then the software it's the price that already has to be put in the place because it has to be metric compliant so in that cost you know is there anything you can tell me in terms of what the affordability is right now with Proteus 420 for those that will maybe be on the lower end, but, you know, because of a social equity license, they're able to get in is, is you're going to be, do you feel like there's something where that's worked out or, you know, is the price point pretty manageable for anybody out there?
4: So one of the cool things that, um you know, one of the ways that David and I have, kind of navigated that type of terrain. We're, we're owned and operated by each other. So we are a privately held company. So we have the ability to make the rules that we need to make based on our customers needs. Mm -hmm. So we don't have a lot of, we don't have investors or a team of companies that have invested large amounts of money into us. Um, so we're not beholden to those investors. So we are able to come in with the social equity plans and the startup businesses and work with them on their budgets. So a lot of times what happens, you know, when we talk about social equity as a whole, you know, we're looking at those uh, communities and those business owners who have been, you know, wrongly affected by the war on drugs and are trying to get into an industry that they have supported and or has not really supported them. So what we try to do with them is we understand where they're going, what they're looking to do, and we help them monetize their profit line. So a lot of times when they come to us, we work within their budget, whether it's $0 or just a couple hundred dollars for a year, we work with them uh, in that status so that they are not only growing and moving and thriving, but then we're able to support them in a way so that they can continue to do that after the social equity, um, when they move into the regular business uh, formulization of bi- strategic business growth. So when we talk about where they start from social equity to where they go as a, you know, hopefully they move into that terrain of being a small business owner, and then move to being a multi state or a multi, you know, location operator, that that growth transition, or maybe they become um, a multi, license holder they have multiple licenses so when you think about it from that perspective we have the ability to come in and go we can work with you because we're beholden to the consumer and the customer not anybody who's giving not anybody who's giving us a lot of money that we have to report to so that's kind of what sets separates us from the average bear if you will
3: <laughs> and you know what i want to just follow up on that because of the fact that it's really it's a family run you're yeah. you and david are able to go put this together And when it comes to that, I mean, how was it that you were able to go ahead and put that together? When the first initially put together for Proteus 420, you know, I guess what were some of the things that gave you the advantage to not have to go out and look for seed funding?
4: So the great thing about it was that we had started with technology together as a part, as, as a partnership back in 1997. So Proteus is one of three companies that we own and operate, but they're all technology based. So Mm -hmm. when we were coming into the game, we had come in from the marketing and, and web world ah, into yes. the, into the hosting industry. We have our own data center. They're not our data centers, but we have six data centers around the world and all of that infrastructure within those data centers, the hardware, the, 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 the load balancing, the software, all of that stuff is money that, you know, is all product. Sorry. Just kind of. I'm going to rewind that for a second, course, let me kind sure, of sure. <laughs> The so, part where you me.
3: go ahead and just start from the part when you transitioned from your background, both of your backgrounds in marketing and the and in yeah. web marketing. Yes, thank you.
4: Okay, so we started Although, in 1990. 1990-
3: give me ten more seconds. <laughs> I want to make sure I cut it out. Thank you. Okay.
4: So in 1997. We started in the technology industry, both David and I. So we started with one of our now three companies. So we started with our company called Pixels, which was a digital marketing and design firm that is still thriving and moving very uh, heavy and robustly through the industry, which then gravitated into um, Illuminated Hosting, which was our hosting company we have six data centers around the world. And with that, we've been able to modify the technology as we need and grow. So when the ERP came into play, um, it just made business sense for us. We saw where the industries were moving, where they were going. From the technological background that we were coming in, we were just a little too early to the game. So <laughs> a lot of people were like, I don't want to put my, my information out on the web. And now here we are, you know, some, you know, 20 years later from that aspect and everybody's doing everything online. There's so much of our lives that are there. So when we think about where Proteus was and where it is now, it has always been technology, uh, driven. So that has allowed us as business owners to constantly reinvest into the technology and into the businesses and to be able to, in, you know, and our employees, we invest in our employees. We invest in our customers. All of that is done consistently and What it does is it allows us to grow seamlessly and transition more efficiently through the technology platform as things change and as things modify, and especially as regulations come into play, because every state has its own set of unique rules and regulations. So being able to load balance where customers are coming in from and being able to, you know, make sure that firewalls are in place and making sure that databases are segregated so that nothing is touching anything else for a security standpoint. So when we approached it from that level, it came, into, it came to us from the perspective of technology has to matter. It has to be secure and it has to be reliable. And that's where Proteus 420 kind of was born from.
3: So let's go ahead and Send people over to the website, proteus420.com, P-R-O-T-E-U-S-4-2-0, the numbers, dot com. And when we go to the website, uh, real quickly, for those that are looking to go ahead and learn more, explore what the software is all about, and possibly integrate it into their own business, what should they do?
4: So when they get into the website, there's a couple of options for them at the top of the website. They can do a request demo today and it'll take them to a contact form where they can fill that out. And one of our client success representatives will reach out to them, usually within the first few hours. It usually takes an hour for us to respond to emails. So um, they'll respond and they'll set up a demo and everything we do is live Zoom um, and we go through the system. You get to see a live real live acting system and we have uh, a lot of really great updates uh, that are coming out soon uh, with our uh, launch at mj bizcon this year
3: wonderful so you're going to be mj bizcon uh if this will be out there before people go and notice so that you have an exhibit and people get the good will get a demonstration uh did you want to make mention do you already know what the booth number is going to be
4: uh, yeah, we are booth 905. So, um, if they want to stop by, we'll be in the technology section and, uh, just look for the big giant Buddha.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, again, with Don Morris, co-founder of Proteus 420. Didn't know I was going to get the MJ biz coverage pretty soon, but I guess this is kind of getting us kickstarted early. So <laughs> thank you for being on Don. I should have figured you were going to be MJ biz. That's uh, pretty, pretty clear with all the, all the people who are going to be there. And obviously, you know, as we, uh, we do like to support MJ Biz. I should go ahead and make make mention of that the event is not too far down a ways. And you can go ahead and, and find out about it for yourself, MJBizConference.com. And just know that the event is coming up. It's what November 14th through the 18th, I believe it is. Uh, Las uh, Vegas at the Convention Center. Make sure to go I, and yeah. find all the information on registration and learn about the whole agenda. It's a big show. And mm-hmm. I know they're doing a lot when it comes to, uh, I know they even have a, a pre-day psychedelic uh, conference on one day that they're going to be doing as well. There's a whole lot more to that, but we'll obviously have that more information when it comes along. But uh, obviously, three-day conference coming up. That's the uh, second week of November, Las Vegas. Make sure if you haven't gotten your plans to go there, make sure you do. And join <laughs> Dawn of the team of Proteus 420. Dawn, thanks for being on with us.
4: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.